we are rolling. Dwight will be driving me deep into the Pennsylvania wilderness, where he will then leave me to either die or to survive. The choice is yours. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Dad Shorts, where we're just, unfortunately right now, three dads mourning the fact that our favorite teams did not win the Super Bowl. Oh, man, that is accurate. Again. Yeah. It happens, though. Every year. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's because I'm a Bengals fan. That's what happens for me. There's oh, yeah. never any joy in Muttville, where I'm from. I Actually, the Bears go to the Super Bowl every year because we perpetually live in 1985. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, this is a thing. Okay. Oh, well, I am Zach Holden. I'm just here to do the Super Bowl show. I am Scott Ragsdale, and we are joined by a special guest, Ryan Meredith. Hey, Ryan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Um, let's see, about myself, I uh, am currently working at a company called Bread Financial. Uh, I am the sales enablement manager. I help the sales team with all sorts of stuff, onboarding systems, all sorts of things. Um, I didn't go to college for that, but, you know, just <laughs> one of those things you fall into. Right. Uh, so that's my current job in there about a year. Uh, it's been good so far. Um, most important thing about me though, I've got, uh, four kids from almost 16 to 13 year olds and then a, uh, eight year old girl. So four kids at home. Uh, we homeschool. Uh, I work at ha- home. My wife kind of runs a business and does podcasting type of stuff out of her. We're all, we're all at the house all the time is basically what it comes down to. So Nice. Now, the podcast is a new development, right? It is a new development. All right, here's your opportunity. Plug away. What is it? It's the Daily Wellness Podcast. So go to dailywellnesscommunity.com to check out the blog, podcast, all that stuff. So it's mostly my wife, although, um, as we mentioned before we started the show, I am the uh, producer, so I do all the the legwork behind the scenes. But she's um, she's really good. Uh, So if you're into health and wellness and all that stuff or interested in learning, I think it's a good resource. Awesome. And you are definitely the Dre to her snoop, right? Like, <laughs> this is where we're at. Okay. Just just clearing things up. I'm assuming daily, correct? So what? I'm assuming it's a daily podcast release. It is not a daily podcast release because okay. we couldn't keep that up. So right. yeah. we, we just do weekly. weekly. Yeah, so weekly and how many, how long each is, is, is each episode? Uh, it's about 30 minutes-ish, give or take. Cool. Yeah. And what are we, we're talking about general wellness or are there any specific topics? There are general health and wellness, um, but falls a lot on... Um, you know, food, exercise, but there's a lot of information about like hormones uh, and things that impact and affect those things. So it's it's pretty well balanced so far, but we're only two months in. Nice. Perfect. Love it. Yeah. Well, Ryan, we'd like to ask our guests a few crazy, silly questions to start off with. So uh, what's your go-to dad outfit? I'm actually wearing it today. Yes, of course you are. So for winter, um, I'm all about the comfy uh, athletic pants. So my, my favorite brand is these Under Armour uh, fleece pants. So I've got like three pair of them. I just rotate consistently. Uh, and then some sort of hoodie or zip up and, uh, a hat if I don't want to like comb my hair that day. So. Nice. Are you a flat bill or curb bill? I'm more of a curb bill. That was, that was the style growing up. I never, we never did the flat bill, at least in my uh, circle of friends. So I think a curb bill. because we weren't spaz. <laughs> That's all I can <laughs> If you're not flat bill, you're over 30. Right? <laughs> That's, That's a big sign. <laughs> we need to get some millennials. <laughs> Actually, millennials had one, and he said he wears a curb belt. That's true. Well, millennials are over thirty now, right? I have no idea. I think so. I think that's a thing. Right. That needs to be your next screening question. Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> All right, grab your net. Perfect. Felt. It's a fedora. You're out. You're. You are definitely under thirty. <laughs> that's perfect. Uh, what's your best dad story, Ryan? Best dad story. Uh, so I, I asked my wife permission to tell this story. Of, it's or, a good story. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> she said it was okay. But 
uh, this was when kids were much younger, um, and we had, I think, more foster kids at home um, than we, we currently do at this point, which is zero. But um, uh, so at, at one point, uh, and this was when I was doing full-time ministry, um, you know, just stressful days and um, young kids at home. So coming home and finding the house was a mess, just was an added stress. And um, so at one point, uh, we had gone to like a, uh, I think it was, this is when we lived in South Carolina. We had gone to CC's Pizza, which was notorious at bringing in balloon artists to, like, mm. you know, do balloons for people. But because of course, right? Because of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Who doesn't want balloons? Exactly. Whiteboard pizza. But for for I was having a bad day. But for some reason, I came home was just like so ticked off that the house was just a mess. Is that I was just like you know rage cleaning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's no better clean than rage clean. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And then I came across these balloon animals and I popped one. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, sent, you know, that particular kid was heartbroken that I popped his balloon. And then my daughter picks up her balloon because she sees him going for that one. And she runs away with it. <laughs> and I track her down and take the balloon from her and pop it. <laughs> <laughs> Text is just it, it was one of these, Daddy, no. And I did it anyway. Okay, just just question for clarification. Did that happen in slow motion, like the whole thing? <laughs> Probably in her mind. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure she still tell, carries emotional scars from that experience. Oh, that's fantastic. So, but I got to follow up. Like I I did repent and ask her to forgive me for that, and then we went to CC's again the next opportunity and got more balloon. There you go. Yeah, I did apologize. <laughs> that's funny. Man, CeCe's Pizza is the best. That's all I'm saying. The best pizza is, in all the land. Is. <laughs> uh, next question, please. Next question. <laughs> uh, all right. What is uh, some, it probably has something to do with balloon animals, but uh, what is your best dad advice? What would you give a new, what advice would you give new dad? Well, it's actually a piggyback onto that is, uh, you know, don't be afraid to say sorry. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so um, b- by far, like best advice is just be vulnerable. Um, and honest, um, as appropriate, age appropriate, uh, with, with your failings. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know about you all, but I didn't, uh, I didn't get a lot of that from my parents as far as just like honesty and like, sorry, we really messed up, you know? So that, um, hopefully will be a hallmark of my kid's memory of, of growing up with me is just honesty of like, you know, sorry, dad messed up, please forgive me, you know, shouldn't have done that. So, um, that, and also, and I've said this to a lot of dads, um, over the years, it's like you're not you're not failing unless you just don't try. Like unless you quit, yeah. you're not failing. We're gonna we're gonna fail in moments plenty of times, right? But as long as we are moving forward in our relationship with our kids, as long as we're trying, you know, to be good fathers, um, you're not failing. Yeah. And, and I think uh, a lot of times our kids have grace to see that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The worst thing we can do is nothing. Uh all right. So what is your go to sing along song with your kids? I mean, we we have a lot of sing along songs, um, or have had over the years. But uh, so right now, "Sweet Caroline" is popular. <laughs> Perfect. That's very popular in our cafeterias. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that's been up there. Um, yeah, that's all I can think of at the moment. That works. That works. Bump, bump. Uh, and then uh, last question in this section: uh, What is your best dad joke? I I tell a lot of dad jokes, uh, and then I immediately forget them. But. <laughs> Right, we live in the moment. Exactly, they're all puns. I do have I do have a couple though. So a recent one that I've been I've been going for is, um, do you know why it's never a good idea to buy Velcro? Why well, I don't? It's such a ripoff. 
<laughs> That's perfect. I like it. Go. I just about had to say you got fleeced when you were describing your pants. I, <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm writing our BBS right now, and Scott Ragsdale is in it. Yeah. And uh, I was specifically writing his character with all of these horrible dad jokes. Just so that I know. <laughs> I didn't even write them. I just wrote, insert dad joke. Because <laughs> I will you know, fill it up. You're still the space. Like, right. Yes. I like it. Give him the opportunity. Right. Yeah, that's perfect. Highlight of your day. This is my time to shine. <laughs> well, listen, we want to ask a couple serious questions uh, before we get started with our, our game, which is a survivor game today. Yeah, right. Survivor man. Excited. Uh, Ryan, uh, what are some of the unique challenges of raising both kids? You've adopted the foster care and your biological kids. I know that that's something that, uh, personally, that we've kind of struggled with is like how, you know, uh, there's just different um, different histories they bring to them and then different levels of trauma for us that we're experiencing. And so I'm kind of curious, you know, what are, what are some of your struggles and some of your successes? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, to clarify for the, the audience, so we were foster parents for probably about eight years. We don't currently have um, any foster kids with us and our home is closed at the moment. But we did it for about eight years and adopted one of those uh, placements. So he was um, with us for a total of about the ballpark here, about 30 months and, you know, went home to uh, to bio family and then came back to us. And, you know, a lot of that involved quite a bit of trauma um, and just hard things. Um, but it's it's been a really, it was really a beautiful journey and continues to be because we're, um, he's connected and we're connected with bio family and it's actually a really good relationship. So yeah. it's just a really beautiful thing of how it all came uh, back together. Uh, but as far as unique challenges, um, one thing about just uh, being involved in foster care and being with foster kids is you just get to see like the broken side of humanity a lot. Um, you know, for a lot of us who come from fairly stable family backgrounds and, you know, we ourselves have stable families, like we're, a lot of times we're shielded from a lot of that brokenness, right? And we can yeah. kind of have a perspective of the world that may not be fully accurate, you know, when you get outside of those, those circles. Um, but the other thing that does is when um, some of that brokenness comes into your home, you know, in addition to your own, it just, for me at least, uh, it revealed how broken I am. Like I'm, I'm now uh, trying to do my best to uh, parent some of these kids um, who are from no fault of their own, you know, traumatized or have gone through trauma, uh, which brings out, you know, behaviors and, and certain ways that they process that. Um, and that just, and sometimes I don't react well or respond yeah. well to those things. And so it just, it helps me to see how um, absolutely broken I am because, you know, um, you know, it just brings out the, the worst in me sometimes and, and gives me the opportunity to, to you know, to go to the Lord and, and deal with those things and hopefully bring out the best at the result of that. So for me, I found that to be one of the most challenging things, um, trying to raise foster kids along with my bio kids. I think that pairs up with your, uh, pairs up with your ability to apologize, ask for forgiveness, because I think that's a thing too. They can see that in your brokenness, you recognize like, okay, this is not okay. And I need your forgiveness to go through this uh, with you. I think that's, that's probably huge yeah. in that, in that relationship. I think too, uh, like there is a, there is a, both sides of the coin, there's the nature and the nurture. I do believe that. And that's one of the things we've seen with our kids that we've adopted to foster care is like, I don't understand some of the the nature side. And I'm like, I don't, we're, we're, this is not anything we've ever encountered with any of our family members, yeah. like my brothers or sisters, my, their kids, none of us are experiencing this. And so to have that really just kind of illuminates the fact that it's a challenge. And so I get completely where you're coming from with like the brokenness of just saying, I don't understand this. And it drives me insane Yeah, because he'll, then my son will do something. And I'm just like, it just does that perfect trigger. And I'm just like, <laughs> I've never dealt with this. My right. brothers and sisters didn't. Um, their kids don't. 
And for some reason, this is driving me insane. Right. Uh, great advice for you to say, just to, to apologize, because I know I have had to go multiple times. And say, like, I'm sorry, I overreacted and got angry. Please forgive me. And yeah, so true. Well, I find myself apologizing for things I did when I was their age. That's like, <laughs> I'm like, well, like even to them, I'm like, this is not okay. It was okay when I was your age. It's not okay now, and I'm tired of it. <laughs> like, it's 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 rough. Like, because I I was a moron. Anyway, that's all. Awesome. <laughs> You mentioned that uh, you homeschool your kids. Uh, what have been some of the successes, challenges of that for you as a family and specifically for you as a dad? Yeah, successes. Um, so successes, uh, w- one thing that we were able to do as a family, um, because we were, have been a homeschool family, is uh, we went to we went to live in Israel for like uh, four weeks. So, um, you know, we had, we had almost moved uh, another story, you know, for another day. We'd almost moved to the Middle East um, back in 2015 didn't happen. Um, and that was connected to our adoption story, but, uh, at, we had a, we had an opportunity to go there as a family, um, after all that wrapped up and we had just a, um, a, a great situation because I, you know, work from home and therefore able to work from anywhere. Uh, we're like, let's just go, you know, let's just go see it. And, but we had small enough kids, like we don't know how to pack it all into 10 days. Like most people do, we would be exhausted and not enjoyed at all. Like, well, what if we just like stayed there for a while and just like took it slow? So we did. So we That's went. Awesome. We went to Israel um, for uh, for four weeks. Uh, we stayed in Bethlehem, literally Bethlehem in Palestine, at the lower uh, the lower floor of a Christian Palestinian family's home. And then we just uh, I worked from you know sometimes two p.m. to two a.m. you know to try to still work uh, you know overlapping times with the team I was on. And then we would go in the mornings, uh, pop over to Jerusalem sometimes, see some things, do some things, and then the weekends we'd go to to the Sea of Galilee or. That's cool. uh, we went over to Jordan and saw Petra. So that that has been quite honestly the the most amazing experience that homeschooling and working from home has afforded us. Um, so really cool and just feel really privileged that uh, we were able to do that. Um, challenges of of uh, homeschooling have been just you know just comparison. So our kids will you know they're a part of the uh, same uh, youth group that your guys' kids are a part of and. You know, they hear what some of their friends from school are doing. They kind of have the FOMO, fear of missing out, and yeah. things like that. So um, so it's just kind of like managing the whole comparison trap that all of our kids fall into yeah. um, with them. So we, we feel like this is the best choice for our family, and it works really well for us. And it's afforded them opportunities to go to Jefferson City for a day or two yeah. to help like advocate for some some legislature that's or some legislation that's important to us. And and things like that. So it's just like flexibility and the ability to go at their own pace uh, for the subjects and the, where they're at with those specific things. So yeah. so we like it. Uh, we're advocates for it. But we know that, you know, each kid, each family is unique. So you just got to do what uh, you feel is the best situation for your family. Absolutely. And I think it, it uh, I enjoy having them like in our D group with my son. Like yeah. it's it's really cool to have that experience with my son who goes to a different school district as yeah. a lot of the other boys in that group. Like they have a really good mix of experiences. Yeah. And when they come together, like none of that really seems to matter, no. which I love. Yeah. Like I, I've been having a heck of a time with that. That's awesome. Uh, all right. So uh, what are some of the ways that you are intentional about spending time with your kids? either individually or all together, like how do you prioritize that? Yeah. Well, I haven't been as consistent lately as a, as we have in the past, but for a while there we had pretty consistent, like, um, you know, 
parent to child dates. We would like schedule them, put them on the calendar, uh, and then life is just you know got busier. Yeah. So that kind of fell off. But that was a good um, cadence when when we had it. Um, and now it's more of like which which kid needs some more attention, and we will like kind of make sure that they get uh, you know those those times with uh, each of us. Uh, but probably the most intentional time that we have is just in the mornings, just be, again, because of our schedule, um, I'm able to have a later start with my work. Sometimes now, um, we'll go to the gym together. So a lot of us no, will go to the same CrossFit class at 6am, come home, uh, you know, get cleaned up, fix breakfast, and then we'll sit down for, you know, family devotions. So we're able to read through scripture, pray together, uh, things like that. And that's, that's, that's the time for me that I'm cherishing the most in the season Yeah, is just being able to kind of like, you know, walk with them through. Uh, right now we're going through the the book of Luke. I'm going to get into Acts eventually, but it's just the ability to to sit down to kind of work through pieces of scripture, um, remind them to stay awake. You know, <laughs> things like that uh, are are pretty precious at this time. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Well, listen, Ryan, we want to transition to uh, a game. Pretty excited about this one. Uh, we want to do Survivor Man, basically. So, are you a fan of The Office at all? You know the the Survivor Man's where he has to survive on his own. Yeah. So we kind of want to do that. We're going to give you a scenario. We've got a random wheel here of some different uh, situations. Um, Rags, I want to throw in RUSs. Are you familiar with Princess Bride? Yes. I want to throw <laughs> those in there, but we stayed realistic. We stayed a little bit more real-ish, <laughs> I will say that. Uh, and then uh, we tried to get uh, a, a for each scenario, like one item you might really need. So... We got two spinners here. We're just gonna kind of randomly go through. Should we list off what the scenarios are? Or just kind of play it and like, hey, surprise. I like surprise. Okay. I, I, no prior prior. Do you want which one do you want first? Then do you want the item you're gonna get or the scenario? Give me the item first. Okay. okay. Item first. Here we go. Spinning. Your first item that you have to survive with is a fire extinguisher. That's very versatile. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Okay. And then your scenario is. I like that your spinner claps. Yeah, it claps right. Yeah. <laughs> a bear attack. Oh. How do you use a fire extinguisher to survive a bear attack? Well, that's easy, fellas. You gave me a softball. Start with that. Really, <laughs> that is beautiful. I really appreciate that. So, I mean, I'm just gonna let the bear come in close, right? Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold fast, come in close, and just spray it in the eyes. Okay. And then hit it in the head with a heavy fire extinguisher and then run. Okay. Nice. You think even like a grizzly bear? I'd be worried about the reach with the grizzly coming in close. I mean, what other choice do you have? You're supposed to play dead. You play dead, and then just as it gets there to try to bite you, then are you supposed to? <laughs> no, those, you're supposed to get real big with bears. Which one is it? You're supposed to play dead. Is it the black bear? Oh, one bear you play dead. Yeah, yeah. grizzly. Grizzlies you play dead. Black bear is you get real big and you scare it away. All I'm going grizzlies are missing it. <laughs> okay, so so I, I haven't studied the bear thing because that just feels like that feels like an invitation to eat me. Quite yeah, dead, so. it's true. It's it's like the uh, what is it? The human the human taco the like. Which is a human in a sleeping bag. <laughs> that's that's what it is. Uh, okay, so here's here's your wild card. <laughs> this fire extinguisher came from an old office building and hasn't been inspected in six years. So, spoiler alert: you got a 40, 60 chance that this thing works. Right. I'm gonna test it before it gets too close. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. Let's get small test and then make a decision from there. Okay, I like it. I like How it. How cool he is under pressure. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, <laughs> I play dad. <laughs> that's gonna be Zach's thing. Whenever the whatever tool he gets, I play dad. Funny. <laughs> All right, uh, tool first or scenario? Tool. Yeah. I like okay. It. Always tool first. <laughs> sure. Okay, I like it. First tool is a boat. All right. You got a boat. Okay. 
All right, you're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> Your scenario is road rage highway chase. I'm a play Dan. <laughs> road, road rage highway chase. Highway chase. So chasing you because of road rage. All right, so you're in a boat. <laughs> you have a boat. Oh, okay. You're not in a boat. You've got one. Do I have any other passengers with me? Ooh, good question. Uh, let's save that for wild card. <laughs> As of right now, you assume that you do not have any passengers. Dang, so... Were you, you going to throw a passenger at the boat? <laughs> so confused on me now. I'm confused as to why you're upset about this. Wait, so I, I'm just in a boat. No, 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 you are pulling a boat. I'm pulling, pulling a boat. Okay, have so a boat. Yes. That's all you've got. Inside your car, there's nothing gotcha. except for, like, the steering wheel and, you know, the knob. Maybe if I pull off the radio. Gotcha. So it's, it's somebody's borrowed truck, but you're pulling a boat. Gotcha. All right, I'm going to assume I have a passenger now, and then I'll maybe think of the other scenario okay. in a second. So I tell my passenger who's of driving age, hey, take the wheel over. And then I'm going to sneak so responsible. The, the, the little back window in okay. the truck, and I'm going to unhitch the trailer and hopefully hit their car. I like it. Sending That's them cool. off the side of the road. Uh, are you going to start the boat first so, like, the propeller gets in there? I feel like I might see it coming too quickly if I took time to start the boat. Okay, that's <laughs> Final destination. Yes. No, that was, that was a truck engine behind. Yeah, that was terrifying. I can't go through drive throughs to this day because of that movie. So no passenger, I might just try to, like, use the trailer to, like, whip them yeah. at some point. Yeah, I like it. But then I'm pretty sure I'd spin or jackknife. Yep. It's probably true. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, Okay, I played dead. Just kidding. <laughs> I, would, I would pretend I'm driving while dead. <laughs> you got me? <laughs> just let it turn. I, I just closed my heart. In the other leg. I'm sorry, I fell asleep. You... All right, uh, tool number three. You got a hunting knife. Okay. It was almost 20 pounds of steak, which I was excited to see what you could do with that. That was for the bear attack. Right. I like it. Yep. But now you've got a hunting knife. And your scenario is a tornado. <laughs> you think, you know, I got a hunting knife. I'm good to go. Tornado. But if you have a hunting knife. Yeah, how are you gonna? What are, what are you gonna? What are you gonna do with this? How are you gonna survive yeah, this? with the movie Twister. Yeah, of course. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get the hunting knife. I'm gonna get some rope that I found somewhere, and that yeah. wasn't a part of my choice. But I'm gonna tie that as a belt around my waist. Okay. Tied to the hunting knife, and I'm gonna plunge it as deep into a tree as I possibly can, and that's gonna be my anchor. Oh, that's really good. That's really okay. What if you can't find a rope? Uh, then I'm just gonna hold on really tight so that. Then <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna. It's got a hole really tight. <laughs> I was hoping you would make your shirt a tour. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I, I tore my shirt. <laughs> you told me I had clothes on. <laughs> I tear my shirt. I pose at the tornado. And then I play dead. What are you doing to survive this, Rags? Like a hunting knife and tornado? You don't anything? I, well, I think now I'm going to plunge that knife into a tree. <laughs> Up until that point, I was dead. Like, I'm like, if I'm without... Out in the middle, yeah, I'm, I, I'm I'm good. I'd find like a ditch, you know. I'm got yeah. I know the basic survival like dad skills, um, you know. And I I, but I know. feel like that's what I'm gonna try to dig a hole with the hunting knife as low as I can. I'm gonna okay. dig out yep. as much as I can well, and bury myself to play dead. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. It's probably smarter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. We've got uh, oh, we got to remove the hunting knife. I hope you get 20 pounds of steak because the bear attack is gone. Uh, you get a tent. A You've got a tent. All right. And your scenario is a house fire. <laughs> Seriously? Come on. All right. Surviving a house fire with a tent. I mean. Is the tent on fire? 
Or is the I house feel like, surrounding the tent I feel like fire? The, the tent is outside. Okay. Okay. But you have to get to the tent somehow. Okay. So you've got to somehow get out without the tent. So step one, run outside. <laughs> <laughs> that exit is blocked, right? <laughs> step two, sleep in the tent now. Perfect. <laughs> My house is gone. I mean, you win. <laughs> that was too easy. All right. So let's see. What do we got next? You've got a truck. Okay. And then your scenario is? A hurricane. Hmm. Okay. Man. A truck and a hurricane. Of course, it's not wise to just ride out the hurricane in the truck, right? <laughs> no, I'd say no. Yeah, was... Probably just drive away. Like, this... But I'm assuming you're already in the hurricane by this point. <laughs> this is, uh, this Dude, is an appropriate evacuation. And I'm going to drive away from the hurricane. <laughs> I like it. I just <laughs> like you fell asleep. You woke up. There's a hurricane. Okay, now you're in the truck. No boat. All right. It's a horrible scenario. <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, terrifyingly horrible. <laughs> horribly terrifying. Can I drive anywhere or just... I think you're driving, yeah, you're driving, driving in a hurricane. Driving in a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to uh, drive behind the most stable building I can find okay. and then just wait it out. Yeah. I drive into that building. Drive <laughs> Go right in. <laughs> then it's not stable anymore. <laughs> Evacuation center. That's Look out! Another <laughs> hero! That's why I'm dead. Turn away. Turn away. Turn support. Turns out you took out the support beam on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got the. I got six left. Six things left. Okay, let's see what we get. Okay. You've got a chair. That said choir. <laughs> That would have been better. Yes. I kind of want a choir. You have a children. You have a choir. choir. Of choir. Children. And your They're choking. No, no, no. You're joking. You're choking, but you have a... No, no, no. Let's go back to the chair on this one. <laughs> the chair's too high. That, yeah. You do. That's the chair is how you... Un- I want to hear it. That's this is Dad This is Dad 101, actually. Yeah. You're actually going to say, teach us, Dad. Yeah, teach us. Right, well... Obi, Dad Kenobi. It's, uh, it's the Heimlich. You, you're by yourself looking for something to, like... Do the Heimlich on yourself, you use a chair and like basically throw yourself upon the back of the chair. I like it. Trying to dislodge this. If I have children, I'm going to somehow sign to them silently <laughs> to, to jump on my my stomach, you know, jump on my abdomen to try to like, you know, Heimlich. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> like the children's quiet. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see what we got here. Getting all the easy ones. They're like, no, they're, they're right together. Gasoline. Okay. I'm afraid he's going to get this. Oh, he's totally going to get the right or the wrong one. The truck. He's going to get the wrong one? Well, he's going to get the one. No, he's going to get it. That's it. Huh. Lost Ark Snake Pit. The Snake Pit from the Lost Ark, Revs of the Lost Ark. Yeah, like, it's really good. And I'm, I'm, I'm just running with favor right now. Is what that that's exactly really over. <laughs> you should go buy a lotto ticket after this. Um, and is there just a, is there a better than just the obvious choice? I don't, but I don't have a lighter. No, but you have a, a can like a container of gasoline, but it doesn't have a torch. True. Without the torch, that container of gasoline. But snakes don't like the, the smell of gasoline. That's they're true. gonna they're gonna go away from it. Probably. That's what Indy does. He drops the gasoline down there first. He burns them after. <laughs> he, he like the whole the snakes all go away from the gasoline first, and then he burns them because Indy hates snakes. No. Okay. Remember, he was like, okay, he was like throwing the gasoline, and no. the snakes were going low. No. I point of fact here. Okay. Point of order. He threw a torch down into the pit. And saw the snake. And no, he threw the torch down and the snakes went away from the torch. This is very important. This I is very important. Searching snakes gasoline. <laughs> this is happening right now. Okay. 
All right. Let's, well, let, while you're while we're checking, we're searching. We know. Okay, we're we're gonna effort. We're gonna adult a little bit. Right. Okay, removing the gasoline. I hope we get twenty pounds of steak. I think this is gonna be the last. Get a gun. One. Last one. Okay. Gun. This is the last one. Second to last one. Okay. Because the last one we're just gonna pick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And an earthquake. <laughs> you got that gun. But it's an earthquake. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to use that gun to uh, ward off all the looters that are going to come That's and all my stuff okay. after the earthquake. Okay. You're not going to use it to stabilize or anything? <laughs> uh, you could maybe, if you had a hunting knife, you could make a bayonet stick it into the ground so you're shaking all around. That's good. I like it. All right, and then the last one. Okay, he's got 20 pounds of meat. 20 pounds of meat, and then which one do you want to choose here? <laughs> Home invasion. Oh, <laughs> So you guys have seen Silence of the Lambs, right? Yeah. So as soon as I understand that there's an intruder in my home, I'm going to put the meat on my face. Body, right? And then I'm going to come out like, yeah, like some sort of a horrible scream, and they're going to be so afraid they're going to run away. I like it. I like it. Better than you are, Sergeant Embry. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. That was well played, well played. All right, what did you find out? Did you find out that you're wrong? I I don't found out yet. I was laughing too much. <laughs> uh, does gasoline get rid of snakes? The fuel properties are toxic, and there are better ways to get snakes off your property than burning it. Gasoline is not effective on snakes. Same as diesel. Dang it. Boom, shakalaka. All right, with that, thank you for joining us on this fantastic episode of Dad Shorts the podcast don't forget you can find us where you find your podcasts you can email us at dadshortspodcast at gmail.com you can find us on facebook at dad shorts podcast don't forget to where you find your podcast like subscribe and rate i didn't even write it down that's great that's really good thanks for joining us have an awesome day see you guys later later i was gonna make a t-shirt that says subscribe hashtag dad shorts podcast <laughs> 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 like subscribe and write <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.